Okay, we're recording. <clears throat> Hello, potential listener, and, and welcome. We're going to just jump right in here. You have uh, arrived once again at City Mouse, Country Mouse, a strange Dadaist corner of the internet, uh, wherein we do a podcast that has little, if anything, to do with mice, the city, or the country, or really anything else. We release it at random dates determined by hurling darts at a clock, and uh, then we talk about whatever we choose. I'm Nick Brown, and my co-host here is... uh, I'm, I'm Kate O'Hara, and I have a list of six topics for today's show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so so the first one. I'm pouring is... myself a martini just to, to be clear here. Uh, that, that's 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 a themed uh, uh, item. <laughs> Still doing uh, the theme. Yeah, yeah, I'm sticking on theme. Uh, okay, uh, what what are your topics? Uh, number one. What are we discussing uh, you're, today? You're a big Joe Rogan fan, right? <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. So Joe Rogan is topic number one. Um, I, and your 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 fandom. And my fandom of Joe Rogan. Rogan. <laughs> this feels like entrapment. <laughs> maybe maybe the theme is entrapment. <laughs> that is the bigger theme. Congratulations. Yeah. So topic. So topic number two. We'll talk two. about my fandom of Joe Rogan and like all those Nazi paintings that you have. <laughs> Um, Grandma's and parents? why you refuse to give them back because <laughs> your family earned those <laughs> so um so if you didn't uh i also thought you might want to talk about uh jordan peterson and his how he's jordan peterson? Your... i don't <laughs> i don't know who jordan peterson is doesn't it doesn't that have something to do with the kidnapping i'm not too up to date <laughs> you're you're really hitting all so, the the pop Jordan culture. Peterson, Jordan Peterson is defending uh, Joe Rogan, and you're a big fan of Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> I see. Uh, so, we, so we're uh, okay. So topic two is just topic one disguised as topic two. Okay, it was just a greater lesson on entrapment. Okay, um, yeah. So entrapment number two, great, cool. Okay, so there's there's a third. This is more of a prompt. Okay, like we could, um, like is this, like we could talk. Is it about like all of those neighborhood pets that you have slowly poisoned and put in your backyard? Is that because that could be a topic too? <laughs> do you, Do you want to discuss your hatred of animals of house pets? <laughs> um, is is this uh. Is this so? Are you not a fan of Joe Rogan? <laughs> is that what I'm understanding? I, you know, I've seen. Uh, I think I saw one episode of Fear Factor, maybe w- like literally one episode once, because I, I remember turning it on and then seeing these terrible insects and thinking like, this is not something uh-uh. I ever want to watch. <laughs> I don't so, like to be grossed out. So I, that brings me to our third topic, <laughs> which is a, a quote, a, a quote by Emily Dickinson. Okay, great. This is a grab bag uh, episode. Beauty is, quote, is not. Like, <laughs> it's about beauty. <laughs> it's about beauty. And, and like, I have this like 
sneaking suspicion that somehow Joe Rogan and my fandom thereof are going to emerge from Dickinson's lips. But go ahead. Uh, beauty is not caused. It is. And and I don't see how this relates to Joe Rogan. So. Well, it was uh, on my tea bag. Oh, okay. My... Oh, okay. So this is just, yeah, this is in keeping with the grab bag topic list. Well, you, well since you br- have brought it up a couple times, like, what is your <laughs> fandom of, if you wanted to go back, we could start Yeah, yeah. no, 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 that's fine. That's, I, <laughs> is that, is that a klimt behind you <laughs> from one of Vienna's foremost Jewish families? <laughs> I, just, I painted that. I just wanted to see what was on the wall there. It, it has like that aura of like stolen from Jews. <laughs> Sorry, did you? you know, I am. You I am dis- writing discuss? my autobiography. My autobiography right now. I just my latest essay is called Brown Trout, and I submitted it to the Sun. Oh hey, I know somebody at the Sun. Yeah, she uh, actually signs the. Is it Kara? Yeah, Kara. Oh. She's probably not listening to this. I mean, no one is. So no, there's... no, yeah. <laughs> she cares not listening. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, uh, she's very sweet. She's a nice person, lady. Cool. Yeah. Um, no, I bet. So I what, what, really, about, what I about uh, brown trout? And how does it relate to the treasures your family stole and that you refuse to return? Well, I always, I always think of like I've been, uh, you know, wondering about my own Jewish heritage because. You know, I just had like the greatest dream I'd ever had, and okay. I like peed the I peed the bed just a little, which I never do. Sure, but I was like so happy. <laughs> this in feels my dream, like self entrapment. <laughs> I started peeing. I don't think that that's even entrapment. I think this is just. But yeah, so okay. you so the dream the dream was I was in this Jewish dance and like I felt like I was like so loved and. And uh, doing this dance, I felt like I was finally home. So, the topic number four okay, go ahead. <laughs> that I thought of is uh, Nick. Uh, so, define for us your own privilege. Oh. <laughs> back, okay, so we're back on entrapment. This is this is great. Okay, define for, this is this is cool. I love this. This is uh, this is very exciting. It's good to see you after four months. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So no. Okay. So the fifth topic, and now like we can talk about me and like, yeah. What, okay. You know what, what you're what you're saying. So mm. I live with fifteen to twenty box elders. I don't know what that is. So a box elder is a black and red bug. Oh. Oh. Okay. Are they the ones that sneak in in the winter? Mm-hmm. And the to get yeah. out of the cold. Yes, and they love like moths. They love the light. That's that's uh, oh okay. I'm, I wonder. I think those are the ones that we have the, that are in my gym right now. That I, I've noticed uh, uh, in 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 the gym every time I'm doing sort of some sort of push up or something on the floor. There seems to be one staring me in the eyeball. Um, some t- uh, they can stare. It's that's one yeah. of their modes. They've got a staring mode. Sometimes they just like putter along and ignore you. But sometimes I had one like I started staring back at it, and we were like eye level, and then it flew up and smacked me in the middle of the forehead, and then flew mm-hmm. off. Do you just leave so, them alone, or do you so kill wait, them? Wait, the topic was 
I have 15 or 20 box elders at, at all house. times. I pick up like five little corpses every morning. Oh, okay. It's, it, oh, it's I see my they're breeding sadhana. at the same time they're dying. Yeah, they seem to be crawling in at a steady pace, and there's always, you know, 15 to 20 of them. And that's a lot. Okay. I love that Jewish painting that your family stole behind you. It's, it's, looks it's for great. sale, Nick. <laughs> It's one of your paintings. It I want you to. Paintings. It's one of my paintings. Yeah. How much are you selling it for? I don't know. Whatever you want to. What do you give for it? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I mean, I've got this new fancy <laughs> office. I, I do need a wall painting. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I could do it. Um, so I had uh, an encounter since last we spoke. Well, do you want to reveal your sixth topic, and then I'll tell you about my encounter? Uh, yeah. I thought if all else failed, we could talk about your wedding. <laughs> bury it deep if we got through all the others, all the others. <laughs> well joe grogan was there it was <laughs> you're a good friend yeah yeah he used the n-word three times it was <laughs> he was the officiant in our vows yeah <laughs> unusual I, you know i he's a I wordsmith yeah yeah i mean in that he builds words and, and that sometimes those words are not like great like in the way in the way that a blacksmith you know might build like a bent shovel um, actually like honestly i listened to uh the the daily talking about joe rogan because you know i'm an elitist so i listened to the new york times over uh joe rogan's podcast and like in the course of it is the first time i've ever heard even a segment of joe rogan's podcast because i just sort of it pops up in the feed, and I'm just like, eh, I don't this. I don't care about this. Um, uh, I, and uh, I, it, I was like, I was really assuming that he was just sort of um, an outlier nutcase. And actually, in, in listening to the the Times depiction of him, I found him more sympathetic than I would have expected to. Um, not like sympathetic, like he was clearly like, like he's clearly like kind of like a, a, a whack job and like a sort of a monster. And they played like, they played clips of his stand-up comedy and his stand-up comedy clips that they chose. And this felt like, speaking of entrapment, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, all of the clips they chose felt really misogynist. I was like, they're like, he used to be a stand-up comedian. And then the clip that they picked was like, you know, him like, I date bimbos. I date a lot of bimbos. Like, <laughs> you think like, wow, that's... <laughs> rough you know you surely think, they you think find... bro that's rough <laughs> yeah i mean if that's the least damning clip they could find then i'm curious what else is out there but uh, but it, it struck me that like maybe it was a little unfair to him uh well well that whole fear factor thing where we had to watch people eat like newly hatched chicks for yeah. money <laughs> i mean we is is a strong term here i I I chose to, uh, to to dodge it with all of my uh, uh, willpower. Uh, it was always just on in background when you'd see like, oh, okay, now you're going to sit in a bucket with a thousand scorpions. Um, <laughs> like a big bucket, like a bathtub is what I mean by a bucket. Um, yeah, that's that that's the one and only one I saw. I think they it was something to do with eating hatchling, ugh. like that, bo that borderline between egg and Why chicken. Why did any of us watch this? Well, I mean, that, like, America I was, watched this as a, oh yeah in its totality, 
And and we're seeing our the full fruit of our initial obsession. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, all of our current societal problems ultimately come oh. back to fear factor. <laughs> I'm well. I meant to, uh, as pertains to topic number one. No. Uh, oh. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> You're a, my fandom of Joe, Joe Rogan. He was the officiant at your wedding, and so yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of his, but but he did officiate the wedding, and you know he did an okay job. <laughs> like that that whole like ivermectin uh, bit of of his his speech <laughs> struck me as like off topic, but you know. What, what are you going to do? Like, you you know, you, you, you pick the officiant and you just sort of let them sing with it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I appreciated that. Like, I, it's, it's I, like trying to tell Kanye how to conduct church. Yeah. No, you don't do that. You just let him conduct your church. This is a message to all you churches out there. Let Kanye do your sermons. Oh, he should be a traveling pastor because, you know, he has this church here where I am out in the country. I didn't realize he had a church there. Gosh, doesn't he, I, I don't keep very good track, but the last I heard from someone. I mean, I know he's in Wyoming doing something. Yeah, that he was going to have a church service at, out at his place at Cody. or is, I don't know where he is. is. Is he also like bought in on just sort of, you know, all like COVID's invented or whatever, <laughs> whatever the sort of. You know, well, I I haven't been to his service yet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. Okay, so let me I... pick up on a couple topics here. What's brown trout about? Um, it's about my father. Go on. Well, I so it ends like the last scene is, uh, he and I were fishing with our family and our aunt and uncle and cousins and uh i caught this brown trout and i was like the littlest kid and uh everyone else caught a rainbow mm. and uh but mine was like huge and like i wished i had caught a rainbow but i caught this big ugly big kiped brown and but my dad got off the hook for me and He's just like, it keeps slipping out of his hands, like, like back onto the bank. He, he, and like my uncle and his big sons are laughing fatly in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Stephen King says he doesn't appreciate adverbs in, in in any, any of his writing. He likes to get rid of all adverbs. I think you, you uh, have a, uh, uh, you you've offered a rejoinder to his uh, his comments. Yeah, <laughs> laughing I, <I've>... fatly. <laughs> you think you think they'll edit that out? <laughs> um, you mean me when I right now like when I edit no this? no the the sun when they publish it. <laughs> oh they're oh they're gonna do that. Is it gonna get published? Did they write back to you? Uh no, it's not even gonna get read. Uh, probably oh, it'll get read. Oh yeah, I think they—that's their policy. They read everything, but I think they I do too. But be. they also—they're really big about like, did you submit this anywhere else? And like, if you uh, say yeah. yes, I think they may throw it directly into the trash bin. Um, yeah, I, w- I would never say yes. Yeah, I shouldn't have. I have—I have like all things that I've submitted to them. I've said like, yeah, I submitted this someplace else because like you fucking assholes like yeah like, because what, like fuck we're, you. it's not 1955 and and there are tens of thousands of people writing essays all over the place and like 
11 places to publish them. So, yes, like, you know, we're and, and none of us will ever make any money off of it. We'll never see a oh dollar no. for it. Um, oh, no. You not, know, not that not that's celebrated. what it's about, but still. Still, it would be nice to get that cheddar just yeah, writing. Absolutely. Without yeah. that, that sweet, the filthy <laughs> lucre that comes. Filthy lucre. To all the, all the writers of our era, right? <laughs> we, um, they are the rock stars of the 2020s. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, <laughs> that's what people say. Um, um, I'm going to a Joyce Carol Oates concert next week. <laughs> Ken, Kendrick Lamar is in the halftime today at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's all about you know he's he's a writer. Didn't he win that writing award? I don't think he did written that writing. I mean I don't know. I don't know anything about Kendrick Lamar. What's, but I assume that like he's he's doing the halftime. He's doing the Joyce Carol Arts halftime show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's he's following. She's she's headlining it. <laughs> now that's now that's one I'd pay to see. I would. Yeah, I'd love to see like. A nice like Marilyn Robinson sermon uh, uh, for the sort of last five minutes of the Super Bowl uh, or the, like halftime show of the Super Bowl. Mwah. That would be uh, <laughs> a change. Um, that would be a welcome change. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sit down for your halftime readings. <laughs> HarperCollins presents... <laughs> This year's upcoming writer of the year. <laughs> I believe in Mexico they uh, celebrate their writers. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I think in when, Russia too. Russia, they're big on Russia? writers until oh, I mean yeah. after they're dead. <laughs> while, while they're alive, they poison them. But <laughs> the, the, the pre-poisoned ones. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, like. The Chinese celebrate literacy, which is <laughs> similar to like, <laughs> writers. Similar to America. Yeah, there, there's, uh, there's. <laughs> I guess that's a step up from, you know, I don't know. Would you prefer to have writers or literacy? I think I'd prefer the writers, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll take us over the the Chinese system at least for the moment. Um, How how's the tutoring going? Oh, it's going great. I, I, we, the, thank you. That's uh, but you know that's off topic. I, I mean I don't know unless oh, you're gonna blackmail let's me. Talk about, well, I can <laughs> tell you more about those box elders. Yeah, like I, there I was just... one in my. Je I had to take my jeans off. Like I like I had I had a bug crawling up my leg. Okay. Because I have so many now, and because you, you can't kill them, and you can't what, put them outside. Why, why can't you kill them? Well, they're sentient beings. <laughs> Are they like? I, have you I, looked? Have you looked around at at some people? These box elders. <laughs> they've got they got activities. One of them, I t I like took this video. It's like four hours long of this box elder just like pressing on his buddy, like wake up. His buddy was dead, like on his back. <laughs> they turn over on their backs. They flail for a few hours and then they die <laughs> and then they and then they perform cpr after they're dead yeah well i think it was that, like it's the I most pathetic maybe, of species <laughs> uh, i thought maybe it was cpr at first but the more i watched it was more just like he was like self-soothing 
like oh, over his friends. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> The you know, like how the ladies dress up in black and they wail over the coffin. And, oh, like, sure. Yeah, and, the Sicilians. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Sicilians. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> sure, that's yeah. like the, the box elders are like the Sicilians of the insect world. That's what I, I the next time somebody really important to me dies and it's COVID. So any day now, um, <laughs> I'd really like to book a trip to Sicily and just, you know, go to some sort of funerals. I hear that they do a, a, a mean wailing. <laughs> the, the screaming. Yeah. The, impeccable. The, the, the lamentation is, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the world capital of lamentation. Um, I but, like, and, and they, they're not afraid to beat their fists on that coffin. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They, they like do. They'll, well, they, they will and, pound. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm told that at a good Sicilian funeral, you have to have at least someone you know, take me with you. Like at the, I'm <laughs> into the, to the coffin. <laughs> you saw the Twin Peaks episode where Leland jumps in after Laura Palmer, his daughter, and the casket. So he's on the casket and it goes up and down. <laughs> There's like some malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> casket comes up and down. It's like, wah, wah. and then the next scene opens on somebody making fun of it, the waitress. I, I, I mean, I definitely have not watched Twin Peaks, so I haven't seen this, but, um, I mean, I can imagine and you, it. And, <laughs> oh, no, you can imagine it. it. It's Well, it's just how David Lynch was. Well, I want to use, yeah. like, in honor of the Super Bowl, I'd like to use my imagination in honor of the writers who are presenting at the halftime of this <laughs> Super Bowl show. And, you know, like, yeah. a shout-out to Cullen McCann for his <laughs> his, his early halftime Super Bowl story. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, while while we're at it, Tana Hazy Coates, I'm really rooting him on for the tail end of the Super Bowl today. It's gonna be we're all gonna learn a lot. We're all gonna learn, and that's yeah. the point of the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I mean it is one yeah, it's one of the points of the Super Bowl. It's it, you know, you, you learn a little something every year. Uh, um there, there's a there's a strange short story to be written uh, uh, with the the possibility of the Super Bowl being a uh, a learning event. <laughs> What's the opposite of a Black Mirror episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like white wall. A white wall. <laughs> Everything's fine. This is what we're doing. We're yeah. learning, is... and we're all we all love poetry. <laughs> That's that's kind of sweet. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I feel like I haven't um, forced you to say anything compromising for a while, uh, <laughs> nor nor have you me. Uh, um, yeah, the oh, painting. No, yeah, no, the Jewish oh, but art but on it's the wall been it's you. been it's been a few minutes. Is what yeah, yeah, no, I just L literal minutes. Yes. Yeah, it's been it's it's been whole minutes without you know any terribly compromising details emerging, which I think belies this uh or i never know what belie means but like uh uh, uh fails this show's attempt at uh, at entrapment um so i i thought i thought i m might ask you uh, um uh compromising questions uh <laughs> yes yes like, okay so uh, uh, i mean i guess like have you ever done anything mean to a homeless person well, so I was in like some suburb of Dallas and there's like a university there maybe. 
Sure. And uh, there was... I mean, chances uh, are. I don't know if this guy had a place to go at night, but he seemed pretty homeless. And he hung out downtown in sure. this window seat. Like, there's like some brickwork. <laughs> Wait, he was um, on behind one of the, the window? He was just on no, his he was, he was on the outside. But it was like you could sit You could sit in this business. The store window. was like homelessness, a depiction. <laughs> <laughs> so you walked by an art project is what you're saying. And, and he would sit there, and I didn't, you know, I was not very worldly, and I didn't really understand that he, you know, what was happening. But he would just sit there, and he would bang his foot on the wall hour after hour. And we were, like, hanging out and partying or whatever, this guy's shop, bike shop or something. And uh, I went over and I asked him, like, why he did that. Uh-huh. And, and he, like, he was probably a Vietnam vet, is what okay. I'm thinking now. Because, like, I mean, now that I've kind of seen that archetype, like, sure. I wasn't that familiar with much. But uh, anyway, he just said, it brings me peace. To bang like, on the wall. It, yeah. And, I, and it just, yeah, well, it was just like his leg just, like, hit the wall, like, but it was like so repetitive. It was just day after day and hour after hour. And I just kind of wanted to talk to him and ask him what was going on. And our our son shakes his head. Uh, 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 you know, just does this back and forth head shake uh, um, to, uh, and we're not quite certain why. Um, we've been told that it's not something that we have to worry about at least much. Um, but, uh, uh, I wonder, like, when you come down to it, if, if those sort of human impulses uh, uh, are are just, you know, like, we're such biological creatures, right? We, we submit so much to biological necessity and then uh, impose consciousness on that biological necessity. Uh, and I wonder sometimes about that, like, the... You know, of course, in, in some ways, it makes sense that he's like banging his leg against something to uh, to, to 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 feel more. Um, uh, that like a like an anchor. Like an anchor? Oh, like like anchoring him to reality? You mean? Yeah, like grounding him into his body. Just to remind himself that he can feel something. Oh well, or just that you know, it's just like it's like uh, havening or any like, you know, like rubbing your hands together. It's, it's called havening. Some people like rub their arms like this. Huh. It seems like a self-soothing gesture to me. To just rub themselves over and feel touch from their own selves. Yeah, like my dad would also rub his temples and he was constantly doing this. And I think, you know, it becomes, it's like, is it a tick? Is it Was it like, for a reason? I mean, was it like, was, did he have something to feel guilty about other than all of the stolen Jewish art? Well, that's like the main thing. <laughs> you know, like he had a lot of trauma from the war. You know, he was a, it's. He's a, he, it's, a, he was a vet. He was a Vietnam vet. Oh, or a no. World War II vet. He, he was a. Uh, or a vet. No, who, he, he was cats, not. House pets that you killed as a child. Huh. Yeah, he would he would break their necks for me at the end. <laughs> That's what you do on a farm. Yeah. You're... <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Um, that 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 veered into like a, a, a you know a dark fantasy. But uh, what were you what were you trying to say before I ruined it? Oh, about what? <laughs> Your father. Uh, 
Oh, he, you know, he wasn't a vet, but he, uh, like, he had trauma from growing up with two crazy people on a farm in the middle of nowhere in Kansas. <laughs> like, that's what brown trout is about, is like, it's a, it's a lot about his parents. Huh. Yeah. Where were they? It sounds like they weren't nice. Oh, well, uh, his mom was just bonkers. Have you ever seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, the Betty Davis and Joan Crawford no. film? No, no, no. I've, I mean, I've heard of it. I, I know that it's a movie. All right. Well, Betty Davis is like a really creepy character, and she's like caring for her wheelchair-bound sister, and they're both... You know, like in their seventies. I mean, they look decrepit. It's an old movie, and they and Betty Davis wears this insane makeup and just like those arched eyebrows and white faces and huge eyes. <laughs> and, and you know, I think like the scene that stands out to me the most. I think Betty Davis put worms, like her character, put worms in the spaghetti that she was serving to her invalid sister and it's just like like that's my grandma would do something like that i mean she did that to your dad well it was not worms and it was not spaghetti but i mean everything she did <laughs> but, was... but she was related to him <laughs> well so like... look i mean you're gonna have to read it read it when it comes out in the sun <laughs> I don't think our list. I don't think our listener. What if our listener is is pre uh, pre pre sup right now? What if they're about to dine? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. You don't want to. You don't raise that. I mean, our our listener is the, the person this podcast for is for that man in Dallas. This podcast is dedicated to that to yeah. that stranger in Dallas who is banging his foot against a wall somewhere, um, and that. Uh, I guess, like, on this particular week, um, because uh, we are where we are as both a society and a, and a timeline, um, we would uh, like to dedicate to this podcast to that, 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 that poor man who, apart from the hammering of his leg on the wall in the Vietnam War, also lost his voice in Joe Rogan. So, uh, uh, thanks. Sorry, buddy. Um, that <laughs> all this is piling on top of you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's gotta be rough. You have anything to add? I, th I think you hit it. Okay. <laughs>